Welcome to the Minister's Friend podcast with pastor and author Dr. John Kimball. The Minister's Friend is a podcast helping pastors and other church workers navigate the challenges of leading the flock. John has been a church planter, a local church pastor, a seminary professor, and a denominational leader. He coaches and mentors pastors and missionaries around the world. Drawing on over 30 years of experience in local, regional, and national ministry, John and some of his colleagues provide practical guidance on the topics you request. We are so glad you've joined us. And now, here's our host, Pastor John. Thanks, Anna. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Minister's Friend Podcast. Intercessory Prayer Did you know that there are several types of prayer explained in the Bible? So what makes intercessory prayer different than all the others? Well, it turns out that difference is important. And that's the topic of today's podcast. In most North American churches today, true intercessory prayer is all but missing. This is concerning because intercession is powerful. I'll talk more about the benefits of this vital kind of prayer in a minute. But for now, let's get back to our three-part series on intercessory prayer and the next part of a message I gave last year to my own congregation as we were preparing to work through the intercessory prayer seminar that I teach. Today, we define intercessory prayer. Intercessory prayer. It's a very powerful thing. Intercessory prayer, though, is all but missing today in the American church. You've heard me say this, those of you that are part of the Palmwood family, repeatedly, that there are three big things I am deeply concerned about that are missing from the life of most American Christians today. People do not read their Bibles as they should. And that's why we, in the last year, we started really digging into the immersed Bible study because that's a way for us to get into just the reading of the Word on a regular basis. And there's all kinds of you in here, Lauren and others and, and, and the Bufords, who can give testimonies of what has happened in the groups where we're just simply reading the Bible. The second thing that I'm very concerned about is we don't make disciples as we should. The American church is no longer really making disciples as they should. And that disturbs me greatly. And that's, that's the reason, one of the reasons why I asked the kids today the question that I asked, who taught you how to pray? Because one of the things that I absolutely believe is that we don't have a bunch of prayer people in the United States today because they have not been taught to pray. We are probably, I'm not a sociologist, but we are probably in our second or third generation away from the time where people really were taught consistently how to pray in their families and in the churches. And the third thing then is prayer. Uh, It just simply is all but missing in the American church today. So today, I want to focus in specifically on intercessory prayer. Um, And we're going to go into a lot of detail tonight on this. But I want to begin by just saying um, there are four different kinds of prayer that are defined in Scripture. We're going to describe him in more detail, but Paul instructs his son in the faith, Timothy, that 
he says, I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God, our Savior, who wants all men to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. So right here, encapsulated in this one passage, Paul tells us that we've got petitions, we've got prayers, we've got intercession, and thanksgiving. We're focusing on the third of those today, and we're going to give more understanding of the other three tonight. But intercessory prayer is, is truly missing. Look at what Paul says here. He says, I want you to pray for kings and all those in authority. Why? That we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. I truly believe, now this is me, but I truly believe that the reason we're in so much upheaval in our nation today is because we are not praying as we should. We don't have peaceful and quiet lives because we have abandoned prayer. All intercession is prayer, but not all prayer is intercession. Intercessory prayer is um, missing from the American church mainly because people are no longer being taught how to pray which likely is, again, the result of us not making disciples as we should. Intercessory prayer is also always focused on seeing God's will accomplished in the life of the person and the community. Now, this is where people sometimes have an aha as we talk about intercessory prayer. Um, we tend to pray for outcomes that we want. Isn't that true? We come to God with our list of all the things that we want accomplished as if God serves us, right? That's not the way it works. That's not the way it has ever worked. We make the mistake of thinking that what we want is what God wants, which is oftentimes not the case. The American church, even the, the Christians, the churchgoers, the American church is famous for praying self-centered prayers. But think about how Jesus taught us to pray in the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come, rule and reign come, what's next? Thy will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And so Jesus teaches us to, to seek and to find and to pray for the will of God. So we, we somehow we need to figure out how to get back to doing that. Intercessory prayer is typically other-oriented. Now, you certainly can intercede for yourself and for your own family. There's, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. But generally speaking, intercessory prayer is prayed on behalf of other people. And the local church, when it practices intercessory prayer, that intercession should oftentimes be focused on truly and effectively reaching the community in which we live. And so for Palmwood Church... In our intercessory prayer activity, and we'll talk more about this tonight, but for Palmwood Church, our intercessory prayer should focus primarily right now on our YMCA family, interceding for the staff and, and the, the members that are here because this is our, our primary neighborhood, right? This is where our church is built, is in this neighborhood. And so this is our primary emphasis for intercessory prayer. And I know that some of you are doing that, and I praise God for that, but we need to be much more intentional and active in that. That means that we've, we've got to get to know the people who are part of this neighborhood and to pray for them effectively. 
And then we would pray for a, vid, a, a veto and, and, and also for winter springs. Um, we might also intercede perhaps for the first responders in the city and the first responders in the county. I mean, you can, you can put as many layers on this as you want to, but the idea is it is our local community. It's the people that we want to reach with the gospel. Finally, intercessory prayer is always spirit-driven. And this is the place where a lot of people get hung up. There is an important spiritual principle here. We need to ask God how we should be interceding. So often we come to intercession with our desires, but instead we need to stop and ask God, what is it we should be interceding for? Um, how many of you have taken the Experience in God Bible study, Henry Blackaby? It's part of the same idea there, where, where Henry Blackaby says, look to see where God is working and then join him in what he is doing. Don't ask him to come and bless what you are doing. You find out what he is doing and you go work with him and, and he'll bear fruit through you. Same idea here with respect to intercessory prayer. We want to find out what God is asking us to pray and then pray that and that is when we will see God answer prayer after prayer after prayer after prayer after prayer. Part of the reason we don't see answered prayer in the church today is because we're praying our prayers. We're not praying his prayers. You follow? Um, We'll talk more about this tonight in the seminar, but remember that Paul says in Romans 8 that the Holy Spirit helps us when we don't know what we should be praying for. I really think that's the principle that Paul's getting at here, is that the Holy Spirit is the one that whispers to us how we should be praying. Intercessory prayer is powerful. And when a church family practices intercession with persistence and consistency, amazing things tend to happen. When we stand in the gap on behalf of our communities, strongholds are torn down. A supernatural synergy begins to emerge in our ministry efforts. Spirit-led strategies are discovered that dramatically increase fruit. The heart of the whole congregation is beautifully warmed toward those that we are called to reach. A unity of fellowship is established, and often there's a move of God bringing repentance and even revival. When we neglect intercession, we limit or even eliminate all of these kinds of ministry fruit. So once again, let me ask, how does your church do with intercessory prayer? What does the intercessory prayer effort of your congregation look like? Are your people consistently on their knees before the Father on behalf of your neighborhood, your town, or your city? Do you have people in your church gathering what I call prayer intelligence so that your congregation can target their prayer efforts on those issues where it is most needed? Our seminar, Launching an Intercessory Prayer Movement in Your Church, has been taught all over the nation with great impact. Many churches have seen intercession leadership raised up, and the congregation makes such prayer a priority. Interested in knowing more? Contact us here at The Minister's Friend, and we'll tell you all about it. You can email us at podcast at johnrkimble.com. That's podcast at johnrkimble.com. Next week, we'll discuss some important keys to intercessory prayer. Things that act like pouring the proverbial gasoline on intercession's fire. That's next time on the Minister's Friend Podcast. Please join us.
I'm so grateful that you are in our audience. The Minister's Friend podcast exists to help pastors and other church leaders just like you lead their congregations well. If you're blessed by this podcast ministry, would you please do me a favor and tell others about us? Your recommendation to your friends, to other pastors and and other church leaders, that's the best advertising that we could ever ask for. Please also take a moment and give us a review on whatever platform you use to listen to the podcast. Good reviews and good ratings by you, our audience, move us up in the charts and they actually enable us to connect with more people who might be blessed by this ministry. I'm so glad you were with us for today's episode. I really hope it was helpful to you. Thanks for joining us here on the Minister's Friend Podcast. Let's do this again real soon. You've been listening to the Minister's Friend Podcast with pastor and author John Kimball. Be sure to check out today's show notes for additional tools, resources, and information. If today's episode has been helpful to you, let us know. You can shoot us an email at podcast at johnrkimball.com. That's podcast at johnrkimball.com. You can also leave a note on our Facebook page. These are also the best ways to suggest topics for future shows. We want to hear from you. And please tell your friends about us. Until next time, may God bless you and your ministry with great fruit for His kingdom. Bye!